0: Welcome, welcome to me and too. Thank you line of passion and the divine.
1: Welcome. Thank you so much for being here, Ryan.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the second podcast of Neander Talk.
1: It's just kinda cool, right? I
2: like it a lot.
1: So you wanna put like basically put your nose on top of this. Yeah. And turn uh turn turn your mic. Go like this. Uh there's a sweet spot. Uh right there. Keep going. Uh keep going. Uh keep twist It twist the whole mic like yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh there it was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got it. And then just keep you wanna keep like your nose on it yeah kind of like rogan does the same thing if (laughs) you notice he's like yeah completely like anyways thank you for being here Mm. everybody this is episode two of neander talk podcast and this is cool i love it right yeah it's fantastic Mm -hmm. i wanted you to be on the podcast not just because you're like a buddy of mine right but i wanted to discuss like your whole bow hunting like how so bernard here is brand new into bow hunting right
2: brand new first year was the last year
1: and i wanted to just kind of discuss like how did you like what like honestly we haven't really even talked about this like we went on an awesome camping trip hunting camping trip that we can get to later but we never really discussed hunting really no i mean we discussed like what we did that day and like how the hunt was going but dude hunting is just awesome isn't
2: it but just it's Consuming, very consuming. When you
1: when you go like all in,
2: all in, no nothing left out. No money. It doesn't matter. How, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're in.
1: You're all in. It's not cheap to get started. Is no, it? it sucks. But it's like it's an investment because you can you spend a lot of money up front, but that stuff that stuff you can pass down. Oh yeah. Like the bow I got, I got like four or five years ago. It's still top of the line as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And when my son's old enough to shoot 70, man, eh, 50 pounds, mm-hmm. I can give it to him. It's still going to be an incredible bow. Yeah, I my mean,
2: son's left-handed. That's the bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's no passing down. It's <laughs> That's right. It's just shot. more money. <laughs> 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 right? So yeah.
1: how did you get started? Like, what got you really interested in it? I mean. Well,
2: obviously, uh, you know, you got me hooked on Joe Rogan. Right. And then he started talking about. All the bow hunting, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you should try it. Right? Come on out, we'll try it. Right? I'm like, okay. So I tried it, and I was just hooked ever since.
1: Yeah, you had that. Uh, you did have a bow, your first. Oh bow. yeah,
2: my Walmart Eagle, how Golden old? Eagle. How old was
1: that thing? because um, we just 20, started at here. least twenty years old. That's insane.
2: At least twenty years old. You remember shooting
1: that thing? Like how?
2: Yeah, it was terrible. And when I first got it though, I was like, "This thing's awesome."
1: It probably was awesome when you first got it. I yeah, mean, that was like compound bows haven't been around for super long. <laughs> you yeah. should see my first bow; it's incredible. Is it nice? No, it's mm-hmm. like Dukes of Hazard. It was. It's, it's the same bow that they used in Dukes of Hazard. That's how old it is. Nice. It's really cool. I, I, I don't have it here today, or else I'd bring it out and show you. It's you Pretty. Should, cool. you put
2: a General Lee flag on the table. A what? General Lee flag.
1: Oh <laughs> no, that's not my thing. <laughs> 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 you get harassed uh, This is not my thing Yeah Never been a uh, Confederate flag fella Yeah, well, different folks We're right on the line, though, aren't we? We are on the line I mean, Missouri Missouri Missouri. I say Missouri
0: No,
2: I say Missouri It's not Missouri
1: If you're, like, born and raised aren't That's th- only a politician, Missouri What about, like, more, so- like We're sophisticated Missourians But when you go like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, like uh, I, yeah,
1: there is such a thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, come on, you've been to some like rural, coming down in the Ozarks area. Oh, yeah? oh yeah, there's some hillbilly towns. they Missouri. Those are Limbs that are Missouri folks, this they really Missouri. Yeah, those could be Missouri folks. Show me, you show me this. Show <laughs> me state, boy. <laughs> this Missouri. You show
2: me yours. I'll show you mine. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that must have been where it came from. It where where did Show Me? That makes no sense at all. Show me what? Surely we could Google it someday. And I don't know show me
2: I always got it from show me your tits at uh lake uh, down to Lake of the Edwards. Oh it, uh,
1: Party Cove was Party it? Cove there's always a
2: flag on somebody's boat that says show me your tits really
1: yeah <laughs> 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 I've never been down to Party Cove I've heard it's pretty good it's alright yeah
2: It's if you're 20
1: well what if you don't mind looking at 20 year old well uh whiskey's down like they got whiskey that's 20 years old right
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's probably okay then no
1: yeah, that's that. Would, that looking. really wouldn't be my thing. Like, as, long as you're just looking, I have, I, I would, I would get anxiety in something like that.
2: It's because you have nothing in common with a 20 year old.
1: No, not that. <clears throat> the fact that being in Party Cove with like all those boats, just dirtiness and jumping oh, in the water, like people
2: peeing in the water. It's all it is is a big cesspool. You know, pee and poop.
1: Yeah, it's that's gross. Not my style no. either. No matter how I was, I was 20 once.
2: Man, Nobody uh, wants to swim in We there.
1: went to the lake. We went to uh, Clinton Lake in Lawrence, Kansas a lot, and we weren't trying to look for a party cove. We were fishing or water skiing. Or
2: yeah. We always went down to, uh, well, up in Excelsior Springs. My grandpa had a farm up there. We always just went out there to the, to the old farm to go fishing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've just had me this whole time. Here we go. Switch cameras. I wasn't even paying attention. I was so involved and <laughs> invested in our one-on-one conversation. I completely forgot about the camera here. Um oh yeah, so anyways, like I was saying, like I would get I would get anxious if I was like just cr- surrounded by that many people in water like that. Which brings us, I don't know, back around to hunting, which is the opposite of anxious when you're sitting all by yourself in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. Wood- I get pretty you know? anxious, man. Do you?
2: Oh dude. I get up there and just start I don't know that it's really anxious. I think it's more of a just wanting to see something. Just I just want some. I want an opportunity. That's all.
1: Anticipation.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're just up there, just ready. You know, you feel like you're a the whole time too. Oh yeah, it's and it,
1: fun. and if you're an optimist, it's definitely like I just know any minute. All I, it takes, just they come out of nowhere, so you just know. And any, that
2: squirrel that you heard over there, that's definitely a deer. And the squirrel you heard <laughs> over there,
1: and the squirrel you hear, you know, 20 minutes later, yeah, squirrels. Yeah. Mm-hmm there gets to a point where it's just it's just fresh like you want to just i've started bringing small game broadheads just for squirrels
2: they're so loud
1: i'm gonna shoot them if they get within me i'm shooting them i'll bring them back to camp and we'll cook them up
2: yeah why not
1: squirrels delicious maybe if you
2: live in missouri
1: have you ever had squirrel no (laughs) that's really good (laughs) you know me i'm an adventurous eater like
2: i would probably never eat squirrel really i've always heard it's greasy
1: why not why not find out for yourself if I would it's there it. or not? I would try. I would try it. You come on, you I made some pretty good food when we were on our trip, right?
2: Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Would From try- now on, I'm buying you are frying.
1: You would, so <laughs> but based on that, wouldn't you trust me to cook up some good sure, squirrel? Sure,
2: yeah, I'd eat some squirrel. Yeah. Maybe not uh well, I would definitely have to be in something. I don't know if I'd just pick it right off the bone and eat it, but
1: well, I'd I'd like pan fry it. Yeah, and yeah, just you know, that'd be tasty. Put some flour, egg, roll in some egg and some flour, <clears throat> some good seasoning.
2: Egg covers up so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and good seasoning. Yeah, and then just pan fry with a little bit of oil mm-hmm. on top of our uh, little Coleman stove that we had there.
2: Yep, that was fantastic.
1: What a good! I was just
2: thinking about that trip on the way up here.
1: I think about it. I don't, I don't want to say daily, weekly, yeah. M- multiple times a week. I think about that trip.
2: Oh, it was so good. Just because the the environment was so perfect for deer, yeah, you're like, oh, I've got to see some deer. I'm no, I'm gonna see deer. Yeah, it was perfect.
1: It's it, and it's one thing to like kind of go hunting around the city when you have like a 20 minute drive back home, mm-hmm. and you see house after house and well developed roads and street signs and all that stuff. Isn't it completely yeah. different when you're in the middle of? I mean, this is in the middle of BFE, Missouri. Oh yeah near iowa near nebraska like it's nothing it's just there. fields is all it is fields and like gravel roads and may if you're lucky a paved road that's got a lot of holes in it
2: yeah just jack your car up
1: yeah big time but <laughs> isn't it? it's just completely different like hunting's still awesome even if you're 20 minutes outside the city mm-hmm. but doesn't it feel even more like special when you're even further it away does.
2: yeah it does it feels like um <clears throat> like you have an opportunity to shoot like a trophy buck That's what it it feels like or even just see
1: one Mm hmm like stuff on TV. It's like this This is that's
2: exactly what it feels like. It feels like you're on a TV show and you're like, oh, yeah Trophy buck out here. I'm gonna get one. Yep. No,
1: no problem. No, no problem. They're everywhere out here (laughs) Yeah, they're everywhere. They're They're asking asking to be shot.
2: Yeah. Good luck.
1: Yeah (laughs) Well anyways, so way back to the beginning why did you get involved with like honey? What, so you were saying that like me talking about it, but like Joe the Joe Rogan show and Joe Rogan's always talking about yeah. it? Was that like kind of the big thing that was that made you say, I'm interested and
2: Yeah, that and um you were talking to me about how just exhilarating it was and Oh yeah, you know, how fun how much fun and prep time there was and yeah, uh, i I like doing things that take a lot of prep time. Yeah. Um you know, like Food plots, things like that. that Those kind of things interest me, like uh, doing food plots and, uh, you know, any kind of land management that you can do makes me want to get out there and do it.
1: Well, especially because you've got access to yeah a lot of land. Well, what, 100, 100 acres? 140 acres. 140 acres. Yeah, but
2: it's all crop fields. You've seen it. Right, it's right. It's all crop fields. There's hardly any wilderness. Yeah. Like timber.
1: But it's nice to be able to have that option and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to go do a food plot this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm
2: definitely doing one this year. Well, it, I wouldn't say definitely. I got to get stepdad. <laughs> a little permission. Yeah. <laughs> not exactly
1: your property, but. Yeah.
2: Stepdad. Yeah.
1: And for those out there that don't know like what a food plot is, that's kind of, uh, would you consider it cheating or just? Uh, upping the odds. Upping the odds. I like that. I it's, wouldn't say it was cheating. I wouldn't say it's cheating either. It's not illegal. It's you're Correct.
2: Definitely not illegal. Yeah.
1: And you're not like in a zoo where there's a high fence surrounding these deer. These are wild animals. Sure. So it basically, a food plot is a giant garden. It's just a deer garden. It's a <laughs> 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 That's exactly what it is. It's exactly. It's a
2: deer so, garden. And
1: they get all the benefits, and they don't have to do any of the hard work. They just show up and eat. And they just show up. And every now every now and then, one has to sacrifice itself for the good of the herd.
2: It's kind of like... Um, ancient times, <laughs> and <was just> <laughs> <laughs> they have to sacrifice.
1: Yeah, yeah, some Greek mythology type stuff That's going right. on I'll have... keep
2: feeding you, but you got to sacrifice. Yeah, one.
1: yep. And it's it's usually not the virgins you want th- in this no. story.
2: No, you want the old man. Yeah, yeah, the oldest one you can get.
1: How come you? How come you don't think? Or do you think there was ever any time in civilization in any kind of weird area? Where they did do sacrifice- Because we know people did human sacrifices all right. through human history. Mm-hmm. Do you think there ever was a culture that sacrificed old men? Sure. Where they said, "Oh, the gods." Oh, want I'm him. sure
2: there was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, then why wouldn't there be?
2: They sac- because they've sacrificed all kinds of things. Like they sacrificed young
1: virgins. But that's what I'm saying. It's you always hear it's like the young virgins that get the sacrifice. You never hear about the old man. You think yeah, there's a culture?
2: He ball old man. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess you have to, when you're sacrificing. I guess it's, I guess because you're sacrificing. I guess it's not too well. If you, but, but if you, but if you're, I guess you could spin it. If you're sacrificing the old dude, it's be, you're sacrificing all that knowledge he has. Right. You could spin it that way. Yeah. But then, don't men usually run <laughs> tribes and stuff like that? They'd be like, "Uh oh, this could be us one day. Let's not. Let's get the."
2: Yeah, they would say that's a no go. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Back, I to, wonder, back to the virgin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just funny to think if that had ever happened. Anyways. Oh, I'm
2: sure they've tried it. You know, those old religions try that old. and They'll try anything.
1: Religions or tribe, just crazy cannibalistic tribe type. Like the old Mayans. Who knows, even older than that. Who knows how old it goes. They're finding old, like yeah. incredibly old people all the time
2: yeah yeah I've, well I went to Mexico I don't know it's probably 15 years ago <clears throat> went to those old um, ancient um, pyramids and which saw, ones Saw uh, I can't remember which ones it was it was down by um,
1: Chichen Itza or something yeah
2: that, I think it was that's what it was uh, but we went down there and saw the pyramids, and we saw the old, the sacrificial altar that they had. How creepy is that? It was really creepy. They had it like caged off to where you couldn't go in and like get near it and touch it.
1: How close did you get to it?
2: Seven feet, eight feet. Oh,
1: so you're close. Yeah,
2: it's pretty close.
1: What? It's made out of stone, like. Is yeah, it, it's just a stone. Is it like, like blood stained? Is carved it carved like out of the?
2: No, it wasn't any. Maybe it wasn't blood stained. Any.
1: Maybe it got washed off throughout. How old sure is that maybe. place?
2: thousands of years old
1: huh where is it impressive like i imagine going to the pyramids in egypt you'd be like holy it was very impressive was it yeah okay yeah
2: you know you're standing on ancient pyramids that those people built you're like you just think back and you're like wow how'd they build this really yeah
1: it's huge i wonder how many people lived in that time like in that area whatever the a lot. Thou- like thousands and thousands. Like, to have. like, like, how Like how big were the, where's the pyramid? Like the the grounds, like I don't know, the village and stuff. Did, do you oh, know? Oh,
2: yeah. It, I would say it was a good 15-acre lot that was just a big square. Wow. Of the actual pyramid. And then they had like this other thing that they did like a. I can't remember what they called it. It was some kind of ancient game they played, but the winner
1: was sacrificed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Was that like the one where they have like it's kind of like basketball, but yes. different? And there's like the a t- yeah, the there's walls. like a weird, but it's like a hoop, like not like a not like a basketball hoop, but like turn turned a basketball sideways, turn it yes. sideways, and you and have you to hit
2: it, and they hit it with their hip, and oh they my bounced gosh. it up on that wall, and the winners they were sacrificed. Insane. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, and and the the actual hoop is probably 20 feet up it's not easy by any means do you think
1: they just took turns doing like free throws or do you think it was it, it at first it sounds like it would be like a lacrosse type game just
2: or I don't basketball
1: know. but probably if, if you're trying to sit there and hit a what like a hacky sack size ball or bigger like how? no big... it
2: was like a soccer ball size oh ball. okay and they're trying to bang it through this
1: hoop that's on the side of the wall i wonder how they know that they had to use it with their hips That doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like any culture would decide that that would be the game. Surely, throughout entire human history, they know to use either their feet or their hands (laughs) to do (laughs) that. Say, that's a loser using your hip. It's not practical at all. No, uh, it's not (laughs) practical. Yeah, You're definitely losing that game. And no, there's no winner ever. No one's ever gonna score a point.
2: Well that's why they got sacrificed.
1: Both teams <laughs> there was never a winner. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you made it in there, it's a miracle. Right. Yeah.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. I could use another beer. We should have brought those up here. I know. You want another one? Sure. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. All right. We'll just uh we'll do nothing. Yeah. But we'll go get out. we'll bring them up here. Yeah, they say they hit him like, you know, like they're hit, that. doesn't make any sense to me. Me either, but whatever. I'm not a rule maker. Right. Welcome back, myself. Welcome back, Bernard. Thank you. There we go. Oh, there's those smooth, there we go. the sweet spot. Oh, maybe I'm going to hear them sweet. <laughs> oh, maybe. Those you're dulcet tones. <laughs> Beautiful Uh see Chichenista I think uh, You know Como Barrio Casey I think that He'll be going down He's going to be doing A whole trip Down through uh, I think the Panama side Is that the West side Maybe Yeah It yeah, must be I think that's what He's, he's going to be doing all, Embark on a trip Down there Hitting all the Different ruins Like ones you've Never heard of And just Go down there And Take a lot of Video He's down there Right now uh, I talked to him This morning he said he's about to shoot some really cool footage and you know, he's got a really cool drone that'll be awesome yeah and then uh he's just gonna do some cool cool video shots and i think he's in, like some he's got some funny characters like some just some dudes he's met i think one dude's like a german and the other dude is i don't know but he's, he says there's some characters do they all work down there too i really don't know what they do hmm i think one of them is uh like exchanges money. He's really big into the cryptocurrency right now, but oh, no, really? I think so, but I really don't know a whole ton about them. I just uh know about what he's doing and kind of what he said. Yeah. But that's what he's embarking on. That'll be fun. Yeah. So so okay, me Rogan, and the exhilaration that I told you about. Yeah. Got you super excited about hunting.
2: Sure. And then so I went and bought my first bow, bought a uh, diamond. Not anything spectacular, but it'll get the job
0: done.
1: Good enough. I mean... Yeah. Newer version, Bo. Not 20-year-old. Uh, yeah, Yeah. I think
2: exactly. that's about to fall apart. It's got at least new technology on it. So. Yeah. So, we went out, <clears throat> shot that for a while, got pumped up. You know, anything that shoots is cool. So, yeah, yeah. True you know, enough. You know, so I had to go out and shoot that. Got it all amped up. <clears throat> then we went uh, to... We, where'd we go our first time?
1: Uh, Well...
2: Out of my mom's, <clears throat> out at the, are you 100, talking of the, 140 acres.
1: Oh, to, just to go shoot when we No,
2: went no, to? no. Our first, the first time we went hunting, I took Max. Okay. And it was the f- opening day of September 15th September here in Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Bow season went out there, saw absolutely nothing.
1: Such is the case of bow, <laughs> of any kind of hunting. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: No, I thought we were going to see something, though. You always think you're going to.
2: Absolutely. He thought we were going to see something. Oh, yeah. He was all excited.
1: But he's still excited. That's the cool thing, right?
2: He's still excited. And he's he got his first bow for Christmas. Man. Oh, he's got to raise him right. Yeah. We're <laughs> going to have to set that poundage up a little bit, though. He's well, He's got a little uh, probably 35-pound draw, 30 draw.
1: That's enough to kill a deer.
2: Yeah, maybe from 20 yards, but it's got to be
1: close. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't trust him shooting more than 20 yards anyways. My, when I was growing up, my dad kind of limited me to 20 yards. He's, you know, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Right. When you're all by yourself, but I mean, that's that's the thing. Uh one of the things about hunting is it really you see what kind of person and what kind of, you know, person you are if you can follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. When no one's checking you or not. Yeah. So yeah, that I, is true. So I, you know, he at a very, you know, a pretty young age. He, my my limit was twenty yards, and I always followed that.
2: Yeah, that's not a bad rule.
1: So give that to your kid until, unless he, until he's like hammering if he's like out there hammering the practice like every day, mm-hmm. and you and you can see him shooting consistently at sixty yards. Say, hey man, I, I see you're good at sixty. Let's move your uh, max distance at like thirty five or forty. You know,
2: right yeah that'd be ideal
1: yeah it'll give him motivation to practice and get better yeah especially if he goes out there and if and if he you know if he's got a good ethic inside of him when he's all by himself and he wants to follow the rules
2: he's definitely a rule follower is he yeah for sure
1: that's cool yeah
2: he doesn't he's he doesn't like to deviate he likes structure yeah, and he likes positive reinforcement. Nice. So, I think if I can give him those two things, he's gonna be good. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. So yeah, then that would give him the uh, the motivation to be like, you know, I'm I follow rules. Dad says I can only shoot twenty yards. I I would love like last season, all the deer that I got close to were at thirty yards. If if next year, if I can just practice every single day and get really good at, like, 40 or 50 yards, maybe dad will let me shoot to 30 next year. You're right. And give him that motivation to be really, really good and just become a better. Not only does it help him be a better hunter, which is whatever. I mean, it's like a personal journey. Sure. But it, to be, that would help him become a better man, like, as he grows up. Mm-hmm. Like, to give him something self, give himself a hard task to try to accomplish and then... He has to s- stick with those rules and, and, like, it keeps his ethics and his morals yeah. in check all the time. Yeah. Because you, you're the only one that's going to impose it on yourself when you're in the woods.
2: I think, <clears throat> I think a good hunter is always morally strong.
1: A, yeah. I mean, I guess what's your definition of a good hunter? Like someone well, that always yeah. kills something or just someone who follows the rules and does what's like does somebody the right who thing. does
2: who does the right thing. Yeah, I think is lives their life in a moral way, I think, you know. Yeah, because it is. Uh, I mean, you definitely have poachers and assholes out there that are, you know, shooting stuff they shouldn't be. Yeah, but they're I not, think they're the not really part, hunters. No, they're not really hunters. They're just assholes. Right. Um but I think for the most part um people go out there they follow the rules, they do what they're supposed to do and yeah, maybe they got lucky. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried and I learned a lot.
1: And then well again you have to kind of uh curtail some of your expectations, especially bow hunting and being new. Right. And but then I I think you also have to change some of your definitions like you didn't get lucky. You have to change your definition to, you didn't, you weren't.
2: I didn't I, take advantage of my opportunity.
1: Not even that. Just you. You didn't. You didn't harvest an animal this year, but I think you were very lucky. You had the opportunity. That's true.
2: I think in Missouri we're very lucky with the public lands we have.
1: Just in America, yeah, yeah. Especially Missouri, though.
2: Yeah, we Missouri. We have a lot of public land. We got a
1: ton of like really good public land
2: phenomenal public land. Yeah. It's kind of like Iowa's public land.
1: I'd say I bet you like statewide our public lands better than Iowa's. Think about it cuz we yeah. got like the Ozark type stuff, like Mark Twain National Forest is pretty cool and it's huge.
2: And then we've got the stuff by St. Louis.
1: Yeah, I mean we got all different kinds of terrain. Yeah. Iowa, what does Iowa have? I don't really know actually. I, I'm kind of ignorant to Iowa, but not entirely. It's not it's not as cool of the terrain as we have. No. It's
2: I, and I did look at Kansas public land.
1: Kansas has some cool public land.
2: Kansas has decent public land, but not as good as Missouri public land. Only because, Missouri, it, you know, Kansas, their out-of-state tags are so expensive. Right. They're 500 bucks for a tag because you've got to have the annual license, too. Right. So, I mean, if you want to drive thirty five miles over that way to go kill a deer for five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, for us, yeah. You could.
1: <clears throat> but like what about someone from like Pennsylvania?
2: Yeah, I don't know.
1: If I, I would go spend... to Missouri. Go to Missouri. Probably.
2: You're looking at the same
1: if you're wanting to do a cheap public land hunt. Definitely. Missouri. I I Missouri would Missouri's the
2: only way to go for a cheap public land hunt.
1: There were a lot of out of staters. This year at the place we went hunting.
2: Because what is a Missouri tag? 250
1: 225 I think. Something even. like that?
2: It's cheap.
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. we've got good genetics. We've got some big deer around here.
2: We've got Iowa deer and we've got Kansas deer right here.
1: Uh, Yeah, we do have Kansas, Iowa, Nebraska deer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and elk. Do we have Illinois and Indiana deer? P-
2: probably, yeah. I think so. Definitely. We've definitely got Illinois deer.
1: <clears throat> Arkansas deer? Got, yeah. Arkansas.
2: got Arkansas. Look at I all the deer we got. I don't know if they're any good or not, but.
1: No, I don't. The further south you get, uh, the, the, the quality seems to get a little diminished. Yeah. yeah. But our northern Missouri deer, Ooh, I buddy. love it up here. We're so lucky. Yeah. As bow hunters.
2: That's what I'm saying. You can't get any better than Missouri public land.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, so speaking of the public land, I guess we could talk about our first public land hunt. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, the, that was I don't know if we should. Maybe it was Crooked River Crooked, Conservation Crooked Area, Crooked River, yeah, up north north of Kansas City, about what, like forty five minutes of north of Kansas City proper,
2: right. And it was fun.
1: It was cool. wasn't
2: mm-hmm. a, Wasn't as fun as our second trip. Yeah, our second trip was just phenomenal. It I, was. It, 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 we didn't even get anything. It was just so fun. It was just. hanging out and you know doing our thing doing deer hunting it was fun it was just guy stuff you know you you ask the wife or the girlfriend they would just look at you like you're retarded you know like who wants to go do that all weekend
1: especially in the cold like we were doing
2: yeah but it's so fun man yeah just because you get to go out you're outdoors we camped outside in. do get up on that mic. Thirty degree.
1: Um, like put your nose on it. Oh yeah.
2: Thirty degree temperature.
1: I thought it was. I thought it even got colder than that. I want to say it got like at twenty two at one point. Yeah, it was with, cold with the wind. Very cold. Very
2: cold. Enough to uh, make us go cut firewood,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which was part of the fun of this whole trip. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean deer camp, you know, if you will, and that was just like. That was one of the more, more fun trips I've ever had. Like that was awesome.
2: Oh, it was f- phenomenal, <clears throat> and we really didn't get that many opportunities at deer. We saw a lot. We saw some deer. I didn't see a lot, but you
1: saw a lot. I saw a lot of deer. I saw some. I saw one big deer. I saw a couple. Yeah, I saw deer every day. Yeah, and I we I saw deer every day driving.
2: Yeah, I guess I shot at a small doe that was fifty eight yards away, and I had a. <laughs> pegged at 50 so, so funny when I, when I
1: saw you pulling up I was, when you're getting ready to shoot i was like oh my gosh he's way too far <laughs> <laughs> and i wanted to honk at you but what, <laughs> i was so far away <clears throat> but that's that was really good like experience for you
2: that was fantastic
1: the ex, you know the exciting thing about being a new hunter or just being a hunter at any stage of life or experience is the experiences that you, you every single season that you get.
2: Yeah. I and mean, you learn from.
1: Yeah, yeah. Learning is huge. I mean, there's there's quite the learning curve and everybody's different. But the more, exper- like, it's just, and it's cool to have, like, the experiences you have are stories that you remember for as long as you live, probably. Yeah. Like, you're going to remember trying to sneak up on that dough. Forever. Forever. Like, we were yeah. driving. I said, oh, I think I see one over there. Yeah. And then we stopped backed up a little bit and sure enough it was just sitting in the middle of this path you could tell it was like an old path for like the conservation agents or whatever whatever and uh and so i was like hey go go grab your bow try to put the mohican sneak on this bad (laughs) (laughs) boy. stay low you know yeah and it was it was just from my from my perspective it was just it was really fun to watch a new hunter Try to take his first deer, and like to actually witness that. Like, yeah. I wanted you to get it so bad, but it was cool just to watch you creep up on it, it watch of what path you were taking, and I took the wrong path. Took the wrong path. I mean, it, you, you, when you're brand new, you're not expected to be super patient and be like, right. You you see it and you get excited. You're like, I want to hurry up and get there, and like you just the anxiety, the adrenaline. Like, we how? Like, did you have some adrenaline pumping through you?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah! I had a lot of adre- adrenaline,
1: and that's imagine.
2: Then I had a dump afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the the term adrenaline dump? Yes, comes from yeah, yeah. Because I'm sitting <laughs> in the passenger <laughs> side just with my head in my lap. <laughs> that's right. I didn't put two and two together. I was, but when we went, so after that experience, we did right after that we went. To where we were originally going to that parking lot to go to our hunting spots, and you were like, "Hey, I do have to go poop." Yeah, I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> Adrenaline dump. Adrenaline dump <laughs> for real. <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool to watch you. You know, when I saw you pull up, I was like, "Oh, I think I, I knew you were really far away." But I was like, "Well, maybe he's just closer than I think he is." No, I was far away. Really far away, fifty-eight yards. But it was really exciting to see you. Pull back and just take I didn't your first ha- shot You know
2: I didn't have That many nerves As I thought I would
1: You know why? But no. I At least I think it's because we saw it Like we're ju- we were just driving To go to our normal spot And on our way there we saw this thing And so we saw it and it happened So fast it was like Not Did, only were yeah, we the predator funny. But we were the predator on the move Like there was no time to think You're just going Yeah that's probably true. And like when you're sitting in a tree and they come, the ink, ang- the, the, it just it builds up like the the anticipation builds up because you, you t- usually you're gonna see the deer like sixty seventy right. yards away and you see it coming, and then as you see it kind of come like if, if it's, it could go any way, but when you start seeing it come your way, that that heart just starts going yeah. And then the closer it gets, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. and then yeah, yeah. just, just builds, 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 builds. So you have all this anticipation constantly building, and then that's when the real buck fever sets in. It was, and then, but when the way we did it, you can see how you didn't have that in time for the anticipation to build up. Right. You were just constant, just thinking, "Go get it right now."
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Although when I was in my trunk, I had a little time to think. Right. You know, I was like. Phew. He's kind of close. I'm going to actually draw back on this thing.
1: It becomes real.
2: Yeah. And then I snuck up there, and I was, you know, I didn't I didn't really think about which route I should take. You know, like after, you know, I shot, we went back and looked, and we were like, oh, yeah, you should have taken this route through here. Blah, the ravine, the, yeah, deep, yeah. the deeper part, yeah. I didn't think about that when I was – I was just – you know, I had one thing in mind, and that was putting some meat in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, that's all I was thinking about.
1: Some deer. I was thinking, oh, please, get close, shoot this thing. I want some deer heart tacos yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Fresh deer heart tacos that night would have been, oh, my gosh, so good. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I gave her an old college try, but just wasn't going to work out with my rangefinder on the ground.
1: However, you got lucky. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean...
2: I would consider that lucky I could have not seen anything that day
1: I mean but to actually draw back and release an arrow I mean that's pretty lucky That's pretty cool I think so Yeah it was really cool
2: Hey it was one of my highlights for the hunting season (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Yeah you know what I mean
1: Exactly Now let me ask you It would be a a long winded question So I took you back To where I was hunting Mm -hmm. And it's like Two miles back right it's pretty far, yeah. It's like if I, I, I. It's a jaunt. It's about two miles, up and down some pretty big hills. I mean, it's not like it's not Flatlanders. It's not for fat boys. It's not. No, <laughs> no. You gotta be in shape. Yeah. Now, be honest. Had I shot something way back there? Oh. Would you, would you have been prepared to help me take that out? I would have helped you. Yeah. I know you would have.
2: Would I have wanted to? No, but I would have.
1: Can you imagine how, how like how hard do you think that would have been?
2: To drag a 250-pound deer out of the... 100-pound deer. Woods? I, I wouldn't want to do it, but yeah. I'd do it. I'd cut it up first. Right. Get it rid of all them guts.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. you got That's the first thing you do. Yeah, we could... But, I mean, just dragging the deer out. Like, if it was a big buck or something, could you, could you really imagine? Now, here's my point. I mean, honestly, sitting up like... Think honestly how hard that trek really is just yeah by ourselves. The ups and downs just of just
2: carrying your bow in your stand.
1: Imagine a deer.
2: Um this is my plug for the um deer cart. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, our neighbor's deer cart. Yeah. Hey, can we borrow that uh deer cart? We would have had there? to. We had they to. would and
1: they were cool. They would have let us.
2: Definitely. Old Louisiana boys.
1: Yeah. So there's this thing that's a I don't know. But I'd call it a deer cart. That's what I call it—a deer cart. It's like a a V-shaped, like wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow, yeah. Good way to put it. Yeah. With some like ties on it, and you put your deer on it, and you can drag that thing out some big. How it's got, tall? It's
2: got big ass wheels on it, tires on it.
1: We think like sixteen inch tires yeah, or something. Yeah, so you
2: can drag it over like timber and stuff. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, wheels—not really tires, but like wheels, right? Yeah. But even then,
2: yeah, oh, it's a. Yeah, you, it's horsepower. You got to get behind there and pull it.
1: You think? Yeah.
2: One on each side. That's the only way. I, I work. think
1: about it every time I, look, I go way back there, I'm like.
2: That's a long ways back. That's a
1: long ways.
2: It is a long ways. A lot of hills.
1: It's all hills.
2: Yeah. <sighs> but it would have been worth it. It is worth it. I would have done it for sure.
1: It is worth it.
2: Eating deer heart that night? No problem. Yep. I'll drag it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and sleeping in the next day because you're too sore to move
2: that's right and we got lots of firewood so we're all right yeah so yeah we'll have to get our buddy um jason atkins on he's a uh avid hunter
1: yeah we owe him like i cannot thank that guy enough like
2: his instagram page is phenomenal
1: it is he yeah you guys check this guy first of all he the reason why we had such a good trip, a hunting trip. The biggest reason Don't you think the biggest reason was that tent?
2: Absolutely. We would have The been, biggest reason was that tent. Otherwise we wouldn't have gone.
1: The company was awesome. Like I loved yeah. hanging out with you the entire time. Yeah, that was fun. It was awesome. Like we became friends. But the tent. Like But that tent. Oh, the tent was on it was on another level. It was I should have set it up to have it have the tent shown on Yeah, you can go back and do it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so this tent was like 12 by 12. You think 10 by 10, 12 by 12? 10 by 10, and 12 by 12. 12 feet by 12 feet. It
2: was pretty big. It may have been 15 by
1: 15. I'd
2: say 12 by 12. But it was a nice size tent. 12. And it had a big ceiling.
1: Big ceiling. Thick canvas. Kind of not teepee like, but kind of like if a teepee had a uh, squarish... Yeah. bottom instead of round.
2: It's kind of like a yurt. Okay. Like one of those yurts. Yeah. Have you seen those?
1: Yeah, that is a that's yeah, it yeah. It's exactly like a
2: yurt. Yeah.
1: And it had and, and you guys we went up there in November 5th, 5th. 4th, well
2: no, it was like 4th through the 7th or something, something like, like that. Like, yeah.
1: And it was it pretty was cold. cold. It, was it, chilly. Was, it was pretty cold. It was uh third average 30s, you think? 30s, 40s in the day. Yeah, yeah. With some wind. Uh, at night, it was so cold. In the morning, it was so cold. Mornings were really windy cold. Windy and cold. It's because we were... On no, top of a peak. Yeah.
2: Up where we were camping, there was no trees.
1: <clears throat> but this incredible thick canvas yurt style thing had a, had a stove in it.
2: Oh, it was so good.
1: You just, it was... It kept it so warm in there. We, we were, were sweating. We were sweating. It was, it was probably 75, 80 degrees in there at some point. It was like a sweat lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just made the trip. I mean... It was phenomenal. If we didn't see a single deer, it would have been worth just going just for that tent. Like, it was just awesome. We had cots. Yeah. We, had, we were able to cook our food inside comfortably, made some good food, and then, and then the stove also served... As a uh, put a flat a uh, a flat iron grill. Yep. Yeah, we made some uh, street tacos one night. And, uh, put the tortillas right on top of that grill. Get oh them nice gosh, and hot.
2: So good. I still have them. What? I'll, I'll go back and make street tacos. Oh, they're so good, and they're the easiest uh, things to make too. I think about that trip, and I'm like, ooh, street tacos in the tent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah they just after a day of long not suffering but like very cold putting it in putting work in coming back in and having a we had good beer that you brought you brought some amazing beer yeah. and you paired that with just some awesome food like in in the comfort knowing it's incredibly cold out like you you do not want to have to go poop
2: no <laughs> No, not at all. Because
1: there's no there's no porta potties out there. Mm-mm. You find in a squat in the middle of a field or up against a tree in the woods. You know that reminds me. The sponsor to this show. <laughs> the toilet that you put into the tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a toilet seat hitched oh, welded to a uh, a trailer hitch. Male part right that goes in and you just sit on the back of your truck like hovering on this toilet seat
2: and you have like a bag that hangs down
1: oh i wouldn't use a bag i just let it go i just oh, you just let
2: it rip right there
1: well i would i would put it somewhere where no one's gonna where it's not gonna be in anybody's what if you're in parking way parking lot like in the well it it's hooked to your truck so you can just drive down the road just back in, back in, beep 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 or i could have you Drive, like, I don't know, 12 miles an hour as I'm holding on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would do it for you, buddy.
2: Well, I guess we could seatbelt you on there.
1: Ooh, even better. Yeah. Good idea. Well,
2: that'd be fantastic. <laughs> then then we could just drive you down the road, hey, on your way there, just yeah. take a crab.
1: But, you know, so it's designed to sit with your back towards the front of the truck. Right. But if you did that, it would spray. If you were driving at the same time, it would spray back into your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have to sit reverse style, like the cool kids did in you know, yeah, in high school with their yeah. crotch on the back. So you'd have to sit like that, and then you could just hold on to the tailgate, and you wouldn't need a seatbelt. And I could tell you, like you know, when you're water skiing uh-huh. and you're going faster, slower <laughs> on the boat. <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> I'm falling off <laughs> Yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that'd be good But we could be back there As you're as you're going 15 miles an hour And I'm pooping and holding on Yeah. Let's, go, let's see how fast we can get 30 miles yeah, an hour There you go But then you know just roll off into the ditch No one would you know it, it, You'd spread it out Yeah you get, you Grab so. your toilet
2: paper and wet wipes Wet wipes are finna hit they're a must on a camping trip. Wet
1: wipes are a must on a camping trip. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad I have baby? a baby? Yes. Those were a must. <laughs> so I think if uh, somebody could clip that commercial that we just did, I'm going to send that in to those people.
2: Yeah. To the... Uh, that
1: was the absolute... Trailer hitch um, toilet guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, so... Yeah, so where were we were we were talking about the tent, how awesome it was with the uh oh, the fire. Atkins and Atkins and yeah uh, this
2: follow that guy's page. Meat yes. eater.
1: No no no. Man eats wild. That's right. Awesome. Man eats wild. Isn't that a cool name? When he first told me that a while ago, like he was like, oh you know I was I had just been started Instagram. I was super excited about it. And yeah. Talking to him about hunting and he's like, oh yeah, I got an Instagram. I was like, oh cool, what is it? I'll follow. He said, man eats wild. It's like, oh, dude. Yeah. What a great name.
2: Meat Eater's Ranella, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen yeah. Rose
1: Meat Eater, which is a. it's That's cool, too, but Man Eats Wild's Man a pretty wild, name. Man Eats Wild's good. Name. Yeah. I like it better than Meat Eater. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think the only thing cool about the Meat Eater is the logo, how he has, like, the M and the E different, like, switched colors so it looks. Yeah. I don't even have to see. I can't describe it. But yeah, follow that guy on Instagram. Um, he's got some awesome pictures of that he's an awesome cook too
2: he loves that cooking that yeah just wild game cooking he's good at it too it looks phenomenal
1: did you have you had any of his no, stuff I haven't had anything he but. brought some barbacoa tacos in that he made Oh, he, I did have those did yeah. was so good. Those were so good he made that he made a, a YouTube video of that too of that same exact that was I think he did a YouTube video of that and then brought it in to work for us
0: fantastic.
1: Check him out on YouTube, guys. Uh I think it's Man Eats Wild on YouTube, too. He's got a he hits a couple of videos, but yeah, he was the one that let us borrow that tent. And uh
2: He's a big time hunter.
1: We're in we're in debt to him. And Yes, we are. You know what I uh I told you I was going to, and I did. I asked for off uh the day after President's Day. Oh you did? So if I get it off. We're Shed hunt. you want to go up there? Yeah, for sure. So we're talking about uh, if it's okay with Atkins to borrowing his tent again. Definitely, as we ask him on a podcast and not face to face.
2: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jason.
1: But uh, if if he would let us use it again, we're, we'd like to go up to the same place where we did our hunting trip. When it's even colder now, mm-hmm. which will be, it'll be easier. And harder at the same time. I Although
2: think. mid fifties this week,
1: but up there or I here? No, I think here. up there it's going to be slightly cooler. Yeah, I, I was looking at it and worried because they got more snow than we did too.
2: Oh yeah, they got a lot of snow.
1: So I'm wondering if it if it if it didn't melt, we're not going to go up there and look for antlers. We'll never see them in the snow. Mm-mm. They'll be buried.
2: I was thinking we could do one day at our usual place and then the other day next door.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> But yeah, we were going to if it was all right with him, borrow his tent mm-hmm. again, go up there when it's freezing, literally freezing. Yeah. That makes me excited just thinking about going up there with it ridiculously cold. But we really
2: was, we really need to get uh we need to convert that stove into an oil burning stove.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: I don't want to cut all that firewood again.
1: I think we'd have to buy some this time.
2: Yeah, I'd rather just buy it.
1: Yeah, because it, it'll be wet. it like, where are we gonna go cut it? I don't know. It'd be too wet, probably. We'd it have to buy It would be some. too
2: wet and too much effort. Yeah, just to go look for sheds. No, I liked.
1: I, well, the part of the effort is is the fun that I had with our camping trip.
2: That part I didn't mind because we were actually hunting, but we're just shed hunting. I don't really want to go up there and waste all that energy on shed hunting.
1: I'm open, I'm just doing it for the just just for an excuse to go camping. Up yeah, there, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do a little scouting and just just to be out in nature on, on the public land that we all, we all have access to that's every you know isn't that awesome it's fantastic Thirty five hundred acres belongs to every single person in the country people don't in know. the world
2: people really don't know how much public land they are entitled to
1: it's incredible right it's their land yeah they, sh- they should go enjoy it i mean this stupid song this land is yeah, am, yeah. Land. no yeah. but it,
2: it is true that's a it's, true song
1: Yeah, it's I
2: it's your land. Go do something with it.
1: It's there. You're paying for it. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, millions of acres just to do hang out and just enjoy it. I I mean, mean, I wouldn't
2: go on it thinking you're entitled to it. But no, don't go treat
1: it like it's don't treat like it's only yours. Yeah,
2: just go respect the land and hunt the land. Do whatever you want on the land.
1: Walk it. Look for mushrooms. Look for birds. Yeah. Just uh, take your kid and be like, "This is what the real wild is like here in Missouri. This is where we live." And hike the beautiful terrain. I mean, some of those hills where we're at, when you get to see the uh, all the rolling oh. hills and the beautiful trees and the grasses, Fantastic. just and a this...
2: beautiful landscape.
1: I just, ah, it, it's it's beautiful. It I, was I,
2: it was some of the best landscape I've seen in Missouri for in a while. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's saying something considering that we have the Ozarks and. You know, that's beautiful down there.
1: I think I like it. I think, yeah, the older, it's tough to pick which one's better, but I really like the rolling hills because you can see further. Yes. Instead of, like, the bigger hills that's thick with, like, uh, conifers. Timber, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, down in the Ozarks, you can't see anything down there. Yeah. Like, it's, once the canopy's thick. up. Thick. Once the canopy's up, you don't see anything.
1: Thick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, up there with the when you get to see a good distance, you get to see a couple valleys and peaks. And yeah, just, it's really, really really cool. And that's
2: a that's you know that's a crazy thing between, you know, like some of these guys that go out and do this for a living, like you know Cam Haynes and
1: Remy Adam Warren, Graham GreenTree.
2: All these guys go out and do this. Tim Bernat. big elk hunting thing. It's so different oh, in the Western states. It's completely different.
1: We've got it as far... I would say... I want to try it. I definitely... Uh, I've done a smaller variation that when I lived in South Dakota. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not the elk, not elk. I've never gone elk hunting. I've never even seen an elk in the wild. But they were out there. You
2: haven't been to Tacoma? Oh,
1: that's not in the wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, out in the wild. Um, We did a deer camp once when I was younger with my dad and some of his friends in South Dakota. And one of, one of the guys we were hunting with in deer camp said he saw an elk when he was hunting out there. Oh, really? Yeah. My dad shot a giant elk out there a few years ago.
2: Well, your dad shot just about everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I never did see an elk out there, but I saw lots of other stuff. And it, and you do get that Western-style hunt. But, yeah, those guys.
2: Isn't that just weird, the way it's so different? I mean, you're actually a deer and an elk aren't that far off as far as species.
1: They're the same species. Yeah, but yeah. Venison. But, yeah, but the whatever. way you
2: hunt them is completely different.
1: Hmm. Kind of, but not really. Maybe whitetail. Well, well.
2: That's what I'm talking about. White tail. Okay. White tail versus elk.
1: Because mule deer, you can hunt.
2: Mule deer, yeah, that's like an elk. You can hunt them like elk. A
1: little bit. Yeah, elk is kind of specific. Well, it depends on what time of year, too. Like, if you're hunting during the rut... You know, when you're hunting during the rut, it's a little bit different than just, I think, normally hunting them. They say when normal hunting them outside of the rut is pretty hard. Oh, really? Yeah, but then again, I think you're using a rifle, so.
2: What, like a black powder rifle or real? Like, like a high power, high power rifle. I'm going
1: to shoot you at 800 yards, rifle. Oh. If I want, if I can, if I have the ability, you know.
2: See, that just doesn't interest me.
1: It doesn't, but I don't. Uh, I don't discourage it. It's, oh, I don't either. But it just it doesn't fuel. interest
2: me personally. Right, I would rather just get right up on an animal. I want to hear it scream. <laughs> oh yeah, like that elk screaming.
1: I couldn't imagine. I couldn't. I could not imagine being in the. I mean, you, you see how we are, how kind of out in the nowhere we are in Missouri. Can mm-hmm. you imagine me, really out in the middle of nowhere and like, like on co- a mountain, Colorado or Utah or Idaho? I mean, literally. I mean if you get in trouble, you need to have a helicopter get you out.
2: If you can get it if you if, can get one. If you
1: can get one. Yeah, you're screwed. Could you imagine be, I mean that is like at least here in Missouri when we're tree stand hunting whitetails, I'm 2 miles away from my <laughs> my truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I could crawl if something drastic happened. Yeah. I,
2: you could <laughs> crawl your broken leg back to the truck. Sort of
1: pro- probably. Yeah. I mean if it wasn't like Sub freezing temps with a bunch of snow on the ground. Unless
2: you got Ned Yosted, then you <laughs> then you couldn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got his hip broke.
1: Yeah, that's right. He Yeah. That sounds he, nasty. Because he didn't have his uh, tree harness on. That's right. Yeah.
2: Always wear your tree harness.
1: Always practice safety. I mean, you're, when you are out there, even if it's just two miles, which is further than you might think.
2: Hence the reason for a, a tree saddle.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're so, you're so addicted. You, you <laughs> want one of those so bad you can taste I it. I do.
2: Tree Saddle's where it's at. Probably. I'm about to find out. Oh, yeah? Tree- Saddlehunters.com. Man. Go check it out. <laughs> Classified section. <laughs> it's where I've been living. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Are you
1: on there all the time just hoping for that deal of a lifetime?
2: I'm waiting for that Kiesel. I'm Snatch it up, yeah. Two hundred bucks.
1: Two hundred bucks ain't bad. No, is that all you would have to spend, or how much more would you have to spend on top of that?
2: Um, you'd have to buy steps. Okay. So unless you have some way to get up the tree, you would have to buy some way to get up the tree.
1: Okay, which <clears throat> you have to do with just about anything other than a climber.
2: Right. Um, <clears throat> those muddy pro sticks, um. That Midwest Whitetail uses, those are the best. Those are awesome. Discontinued.
1: Have you looked recently?
2: Yes. I don't know why they discontinued them. I haven't heard reason, a reason
1: why. Have you looked for a reason why? No. Well, that's why you haven't heard for a reason why. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but there's also, you know, obviously the wolf uh, sticks. Um, lone wolf. Lone wolf sticks that work. Yeah. That are they got the button on the front, you know that you have to wind
1: the, the uh, rope around. It's like they, that little S type. Sh- yeah. Or, uh, it's it's, it's like kind of like a DNA. Button. Yeah. Like, like a DNA sign. Yes.
2: And you wrap it around there, and then you thread it back through. Right. Right. But see the muddy pros, you just wrap it around and lock it in, and you're done. Yeah, those are awesome. Those are awesome. I wish they still made them. I'd buy them in a second.
1: I if they got rid of them, they have to have something comparable you or would even think. better.
2: You would think. I mean, those were probably the best-selling sticks they had. So why get rid of those other than you're going to upgrade them? We
1: just found ourselves a uh uh a task. Yeah. We, we need to figure out we need to get on it and uh investigate. Yes. Why did you get rid of these? (laughs) Why did you get rid of this product? Do you hate money? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Do you hate your hunters?
1: Yeah. Do you? You just don't like making money. You are. You're in this for the name recognition only, so you can talk to uh, hunters that have a TV show. Or what's your deal?
2: Yeah, that's weird. Because those things were. They're awesome. They're phenomenal. They're the best sticks on the market, as far as weight and just ease of use. They're. They look so easy.
1: They look awesome.
2: I wish I had a pair right now.
1: I'm sure you can find like a used pair or like a I don't know, some I'm sure someone's selling them somewhere. No, People I'm who sure. like money are selling them. Everything's for sale. I'm Everything sure. is for sale. I'm sure right? they're
2: two hundred bucks on eBay.
1: Yeah, how much were they normally?
2: 140.
1: So sixty dollars to buy something that's discontinued that you'll never have again that it, you'd have forever.
2: Some guy's probably beaten the hell out of.
1: Yeah, if he wants two hundred bucks he's not. He's taking care of it. Maybe. Well, you never you, know. Then you, you don't buy them.
2: You never know what you're getting on eBay.
1: Well, that's why you look for like the seller feedback.
2: Yeah, maybe.
1: Right. Yeah. It's not Craigslist. This yeah. is. This is legit. Yeah. Don't mad me. This is <laughs> legit. <laughs> <laughs> this is seller feedback. They have reasonings for the way they do things. They have a system that's in place. Mm.
2: Yeah, I guess so. But those, uh, if we could get some of those, I think and the saddle harness would be the ultimate portability as far you know out of town hunting trip that's the way to go yeah if i'm here at home on mom's farm you know tree, hang a couple tree permanent stand, stands permanent stand climbing stand yeah you know, that'll work
1: yeah absolutely
2: but out of town you don't want to public land where you
1: want to get back to where no one else is going, where you're hiking
2: back there. Saddle is the only way to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why I do what I do before the season starts because I know I'm lugging a lot of weight two miles back over that terrain.
2: That's a long ways, too.
1: But that's part, like you were saying, you like a challenge, which is why you like the bow hunting. Mm -hmm. That's part of my challenge, too. Like, I love... Like it gives me it gives me so many things to do before the season even starts. Like okay, in my mind, I know that I'm hunting public land and I'm gonna go two miles back over hilly, rough terrain. Right. Getting back there, no problem. Okay, now you gotta be- get back there with your tree stand, which is twenty pounds. Twenty, yeah, the one you got. One, yeah, yeah, twenty pounds plus your bow, which is seven pounds. Plus heavy boots. Whatever else you carry in. And then your backpack, which is...
2: Say seven pounds. Seven
1: pounds. So it's, you're looking at 34, 40 pounds of extra weight that you're taking by two miles. And so I, I, not only are you doing that, but then you have to think... Like doing that's not not that hard. But then you're like, you know what? If, if I am successful and I shoot something... Oh. That's
2: a long drag.
1: You have to take the deer out now.
2: Well, tell them well you did it by yourself (laughs) two years ago
1: I did yeah yeah that was uh that was one heck of a day (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) thankfully that was the first day that I my oh my first day out there so yeah like two years ago I went to the same place where I took him this year and the first day I went out there I uh was two I just under two miles like probably 1.65 miles Mm -hmm. uh Back there, and at like nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, my first—I was up there for about four days. I think four days is what my trip was. The very first day, I, a doe came within ten yards of me, and I was like, "All right, I'm taking whatever. I'm bow hunting. I don't if you're bow hunting. will you take whatever opportunity you can. If it's Absolutely. brown, it's down. <laughs> no. I, I'm not out there <laughs> looking for just a giant buck." No you want to fill your freezer I want meat yeah. I lo- I'm out there because I love to eat meat yeah. I love to eat the deer It's delicious And so I shot it It was 10 yards away Killed it It was a, a doe um, And so that's when the real work begins mm-hmm. All I was all by myself Camping by yourself Camping by myself Hunting by myself Everything Completely all alone Which again The same reason you you like bow hunting for the challenge I like it too Like mm-hmm. the more challenging like I just I I love and by it.
2: yourself what what a challenge is that, I mean that's the ultimate challenge.
1: It's 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 so I can't explain it. It's just so like beautiful. Like yeah. the word is beautiful to me. It's just a beautiful thing. Like the entire experience. It's just and every
2: a, time you ate that deer, you thought about that journey that you went through.
1: Yeah, you really do. With every bite, you just sit back. You just think. You, you, I worked
2: my ass off for this deer,
1: and I and I'm very thankful for the deer too. Yeah. That it, you know it died for me, and I was able to feed myself and you know just and, and my friends. Like I, mm-hmm. I gave a lot of that stuff away. But yeah, so I killed it, um, clean, perfect shot. It didn't suffer at all. This deer had no idea what happened, no idea, it's clueless. It had no idea. I was I was, 15 feet up in a tree. With a silent bow. It came within 10 yards of me. Didn't know I was up there. Silent arrow. Right through the lungs. Done. It it, it ran off. Ran about 30 yards. And then came right back towards me. Perfect. If if this thing knew exactly what happened or what was going on, it would have ran right back to where it came from. Right. It just knew something happened. But, oh, my gosh, I heard a big noise. Something happened. I feel a little pain, but and then it just fell down fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily it did run right back to me. It <laughs> saved me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're over almost 2 miles back, yeah. 100 yards saves you a nice chunk.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: And when I fr- when I shot it you're just exhilarated, you're super pumped, you excited, you're excited like and then and then it sets in. It sets in. You're like I got to drive. Oh. It. This just got real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. just got real. I've got to clean it. I that cannot thing. leave this. I can't leave it here. No. Number one, I'm out here for it. Number two, it's illegal. I mean, I I want it. I want the meal, but... you got to clean it. Were you prepared for this? Is this what you wanted? You're about to find out. Mm-hmm. That's what I said to myself. You're about to find out. <laughs> You're about to find out. this, And that's where you check your integrity. Mm-hmm. I uh, Some people I would venture to say A weak human being Would be like I th- Nobody's out here Nobody saw me kill this thing I thought this is what I wanted But uh, I have to Take this thing out of the woods now I could see someone saying no. Nothing to see here Nothing happened You ha-. don't think somebody would
2: leave Just leave it there? It's not
1: out of the realm of possibility in my mind. A hunter? A real hunter wouldn't do that. I think a weak, maybe like a newer hunter. Like someone who's kind of, not. I'm not saying you would at all, but someone who just got into it this year, and then they went out there and they they were were all by by themselves. That's what I'm saying. They didn't go up there like you went out there with me, but if someone brand new went out there all by themselves.
2: I can see that. Yeah I, th- I can see that I'm not saying Going through their head Going yeah
1: I'm not even saying I, I would justify I would, I would think That's a piece of shit Human like Right But I, I can see How that would happen So then it becomes So it becomes real So I let my nerves Calm down Did, and you, was
2: did you sit up In the stand for a while
1: A little bit But it, she died So close to me I knew she was dead I didn't have to sit there And wait for it to die I mean it was a perfect shot and uh, I, I actually, what I did is I, I sat there and I, and I let my c- nerves calm down, and I, I was also like, it's during the rut that was a doe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe a buck is following her. You never know. So I waited. It wasn't a super loud commotion. Like she died, within it took less than a minute. There for There wasn't all kinds of kicking and. But I mean, there was. She just ran, and then ran back, and then fell down and died. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like. A loud ran, yeah. you know, a bunch of noises, a bunch of running, 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 to where it would scare the whole woods. Right. So I was like, maybe there's a hot buck that was following her, chasing her, and then I'll have a shot at this one too. Because mm-hmm. you can shoot multiple deer with sure with as your long tags. As you got the tags. Yeah, yeah. So I waited for just a little bit, and then I was like, all right, well, nothing was right behind her. Let's not waste the day and let's do the real work.
2: Yeah, that is the real work.
1: So. I collected myself. I was super pumped. I mean, I was so excited. I was like, I, was like, I did it. Like, All the work paid. Like, I, Hell, yes. That, I've never been up to this place before. It's 3,500 acres. The I've never been there before. I only looked on maps, mm-hmm. and I found a place that I wanted to go, and I picked it out. And then early in the morning, in the dark, I picked out a tree that... Was the perfect tree and location. All of that work paid off to have a doe come within 10 yards of me.
2: Now, was this in the same area that you were hunting this when we went?
1: Sort of, but we went even further than where I went last last year. Oh, okay. We went just slightly further, maybe a quarter mile further so back. So, you
2: maybe had a mile and a half trek.
1: Yeah. It was about, still
2: a long ways by yourself. It was a
1: mile and a half. So, So, then I went down. And uh climbed down the tree with with my stuff, uh gutted it out, and then dragged it to that trail. you know the trail mm-hmm. dragged it there a couple hundred yards. big doe. she was a big doe. I mean, she weighed a lot it was it was a big animal. nice. Dragged her out and then uh left her there and then went and grabbed my tree stand my bow and my backpack. And uh, walked back to my truck with, with that stuff. And left the deer in the trail. Okay. And, and then, uh, so went a mile and a half back to the truck. Took
2: all your stuff back.
1: Took all my stuff back there. And then I had a separate, a, a different kind of backpack that was really big. Like a rucksack. Mm-hmm. That could fit a lot of, like, fit basically a deer in it. So, So then I hiked all the way back to where the deer was. And that's when I skinned it and quartered it. You know, took the legs mm-hmm. off, the hind legs off, the uh, uh, the tenderloins, and then I put those in uh, garbage bags. And then I put that in my rucksack thing. Put that on, and then hiked it all the way back out. So
2: here. you didn't take the whole deer out.
1: No, I just took all the meat out. You
2: just you yeah, you just field dressed the deer and then took it out of. There. All
1: I left was the hide, the guts, and the head. Nice. And I took I took all the meat.
2: That's perfect.
1: Yeah, and it's that's a, it wasn't a light load. I no, mean, I'm it was, sure it wasn't. It was, you know. And you,
2: sp- this was your first day there. My first day there. So you spent all day doing this, and it, then
1: I, you it, a few hours, but not like all day. Like I well, was you
2: spent a majority of the day
1: doing it. Kind of, kind of. It it, well, it doesn't take as long as you think. Well, by the time you were done, you were done. No, no. By the time I got it, that hiked back to my truck. Then I went back to the campsite, same place where we were at, mm-hmm. mile and a half or whatever it is. Uh dropped everything off there. Then I went into town to Walmart to go get some <laughs> uh You know, I called my dad, the big hunter, and I said, uh-huh. "What do I do now?" Like should I just go back home? Like I'm here for another few few days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so I, he said well go get some ice And I didn't have like a big cooler I'm not made of money man I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of money to go buy like a, a fancy cooler Like a big 150 Yeti. gallon Yeti Or yeah. even uh, just a Coleman that costs like a couple hundred dollars I just didn't have the money at that time Right So he said just go to Walmart and get a f- bunch of ice And uh, it's like some cardboard boxes so I went to Walmart, which is like 45 minutes away. It's like into town. You know, I have to go into town. Right. I'm going into town, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> what you need? <laughs> so I went all the way in town. And then uh, it, it, it was hell trying to find just some cardboard boxes. Finally, luckily it's in a tiny little town. And so you get. You get small town folks who are like super willing to help. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. That's what they're there for. Yeah. You got to love small town mentality. Yeah. Midwestern small town mentality. Yes. Uh, They said, oh, don't worry, honey. We'll get you a couple. How big do you need? I was like, as big as you got. Mm -hmm. So they brought out a couple big cardboard boxes for me. Then I bought some ice from them and then took that back up to my campsite. And it was big enough to put the, the deer in. So I put the I put ice down, and then I put the deer down. You know all the quarter, all the meat, and then put ice on top of it again. And luckily, it was cool enough that it was fine. Like it wasn't super hot where the meat was gonna spoil. Right. And so I just stayed there again for the, the next three days and, and and continue hunting.
2: So it was a it was good for three days.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then I brought it home and butchered it myself. That's perfect. But I, doing the that and the uh, the packing it out mm-hmm. which was like i think six i did like six miles of hiking oh. with weight that that day and then went into town did all that stuff i still had time to to go hunting that evening no way <laughs> not lot you know maybe like i think i had an hour and a half or two hours and i went to a completely different part where it was going to be super easy. I wasn't going to do that again. Yeah. I wasn't about to go two miles back and do all that. No. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, screw around. It was basically like, I'm just, I'm here. I need to take advantage of my time up right. in this beautiful country. And I'm just going to go to a random spot that I pointed out on the map a couple weeks ago to check out, just to check out. And it was like, you know, just a few hundred yards off the road.
2: Those are perfect.
1: Yeah. And so I went out there. And had uh, a really close encounter with a buck. Could have shot it if it was legal, but it wasn't.
2: Uh, three points.
1: Might have just even been four, mm-hmm. on, two on each side. Oh, like a little, I think it was just a fork. But he came within like fifteen yards of me. Just wow. Do-do-do-do-do-do huh? huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I had to get out there. So, but yeah, but yeah. So you were saying, yeah, that is hard. To do, yeah, can you imagine mm, <sighs> no no it it's and it was all worth it, and, and then, yeah, again, like you were saying, every time you take a bite of that animal it's it's anyone can go to the store and buy a t bone, sure,, oh,
2: you don't know that. where that comes from, but it's good, oh, it's gosh. delicious, I love a
1: t bone
0: oh, who doesn't,
1: a fillet and a strip,
2: phenomenal, but you didn't butcher it.
1: You don't know anything about it. You just know You it's, didn't kill it. You just know it's delicious and you you don't think about you don't even think about how hard you worked to pay for that. Like, no. Yeah, you know. I'm not thinking about 1 hour I spent at work to pay for this delicious meal. Mhm. I'm enjoying the meal. It's delicious, but it's not like there's no memories no. attached to it. None.
2: There's no wow. emotional but ties it's delicious. It.
1: And you and, and sometimes you can create emotional ties to it if you have a cool night with that. Yeah. like if it's a cool date with some sure i could see that yeah yeah but when you shoot a deer and do all the hard work and then you cook it up every time you just it's amazing it's like you can explain it and you can grasp the concept but until you actually do it
2: that's what i'm excited about is
1: i'm excited for you for that too
2: i'm excited for the whole food plot idea that i'm out there feeding the deer yeah taking care of the deer making sure the the herd is in good shape. There's right. no CWD. There's yeah, no, yeah. There's no anything wrong with these deer, and I'm out there taking care of it. And I'm gonna get my deer. That Hopefully, I want.
1: you're gonna harvest. Yeah, a couple deer yeah. and put and, and feed you, your family, your friends. Yeah, because absolutely. you get a lot of. You're not gonna eat all. You could eat. You could easily eat whatever you get. However, sixty. Let's say you get fifty to sixty pounds of meat on like a. Sm- a medium-sized white tail. Yeah. That's a lot of meat. You could eat that all easily. Sure. But there's it's fun giving it away. It's so great giving it away.
2: Sure. That's that's half the fun.
1: That's a lot of the. That's yeah. It's a big part of it.
2: Absolutely. You can't
1: sell it, but it is. It feels good to give that stuff away because it's. If you think about it, it's one of the rarest meats there are in this country. Mm-hmm. Easily accessible. Anybody can go get it.
2: They could. But they don't, right? So that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But think about how rare that is. I it mean, is
2: rare, and you and you notice there's you don't get very many people say no, 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 that's okay. I don't want any of that. Nah, no, nah, I'm good. Not many. There's you, a few. You don't get very many of them.
1: Yeah, you really don't.
2: And it's the only, and the ones that you do, they've never tried it,
1: or they tried it and the person that they tried it from was a horrible cook. And they made it really poorly. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. It's too gamey. Dude, it doesn't gaming, taste well. Yeah. Gamey. So, well, gaming. you probably you probably just didn't have a, a. It probably just wasn't cooked right. If you overcook deer, it tastes bad. It's like real irony and just like like liver. It tastes like Ugh, liver. Yeah. it's not good. But if you if you know how to cook it, oh,
2: like those Rogan, Instagrams. those posts. Oh, oh my gosh, where he cooks that elk.
1: Oh, he yeah. <laughs> That looks so good Oh my god With the jalapenos And the avocado
2: It's just right on point I'm so hungry It's perfect Oh He cooks that up And puts those jalapenos And those Delicious Onions Oh
1: Oh man That'll make you want to hunt That'll make a non-hunter A hunter I would think Some of those Some of those posts
2: Unless you're a fan of pita.
1: Yeah Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Well Those people are a little out there anyways Well
2: yeah
1: I get it you know. They love animals. They don't understand the, uh, the circle of life. No, but I, I get it. No.
2: But that's what we should do: is have a have a politics talk on here one time. No, I'm
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> politics aren't aren't really my my strong suit. I don't. I, I don't I'm not a big fan of the politics. Mm-hmm. But saddle hunting. Saddle.
2: Let's talk about saddle hunting.
1: I don't know anything about saddle hunting.
2: Well, I don't know a lot. I just know I want to try one. Yeah, and that's the, you know, you can't really go out and you can't really go out and try a saddle hunter or, or like a saddle. Yeah, I mean, you have to buy one. Really, to you, try if it.
1: You can't do with anything. You can't really try a climber until you buy no, it. That's I, true. I mean, I guess unless you, I mean, I guess enough people, you can borrow that kind of stuff from people.
2: Well, not only that, you can buy the the climber from Bass Pro. And then if you don't like it, you just take it back. Yeah. You know you can't take back a saddle.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, you can send it back. I mean, anything you buy in America can be sent back and returned for your money.
2: Well, I guess you probably could, but yeah, it's probably a hassle. I'm sure
1: it is. <laughs> yeah. But if you want your three four hundred dollars back, you're probably going to go through a hassle. Yeah. yeah. I will.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll I go would through a hassle for fifty bucks. Yeah. Right, give me. Hey. Yeah, I probably would too. a little bit of a hassle. Right. <laughs> probably not bucks. a lot of a hassle. But. It's
1: 50 bucks, man. It's a lot of money to me. Any that's, money. That's
2: the, that's the uh, plan for next year anyways. I'm going to try the saddle hunter. Actually, I'm going to buy it in the spring from Texas, and then I'm going to go ahead and try it. You going to
1: try it for turkey hunting?
2: Yeah, I'd love to.
1: I think your parents' land is going to be good for turkey.
2: It should, as long as we feed it. As long as you put the food plot. I out. think
1: even without it, like, turkeys like those big open fields to strut their stuff early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We just hit it. We we'll hit that edge up. Put that a couple decoys bit. out there. Yeah. Soybean, there won't be any soybeans out there. It'll Just be a grassy field sure. probably.
2: Yeah, it'll just be a uh, empty field. Yeah.
1: It'll be good. It'll come I out think. there, yeah.
2: And I think. Um, I think down there with the um bean field i think is a good spot as far as like creek crossings because the creek runs the whole length of the soybean field yeah so i think creek crossings if we can do some hinge cuts in there this summer um and limit the spots that they can cross i think it'll be a, a, a big help too
1: yeah it's gonna be fun we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fun year this yeah, year. yeah
2: and we can come up here to your property up here and yeah, do some stuff on it. Maybe put a food plot in. Yeah, That'd,
1: that's yeah. ideal, man. Um, yeah, they were uh, they were talking. The, the landowner was talking about doing uh, hiring someone out there to just hedge cut everything and making the field. You haven't been out there before, but uh, there's a giant field that's just got it hasn't been taken care of, and it's overgrown. It's like
2: mm-hmm. it's kind of nipple like
1: high. It's like nipple high, gr- like thick grass type stuff. Like
2: oh, okay.
1: Like hard, th- it's not like grass, grass, but it's like a different. I don't even know prairie grass, like a prairie grass. It's mm-hmm. like nipple high. It's hard to go through, and when it gets dry. Oops, sorry. When it when it gets high, it's like hard to get through and everything. Yeah. Um. So he's gonna hedge cut that and flatten it all out, so it'll be.
2: Oh, that'll be good. Yeah,
1: it'll be awesome. Uh, and then there's still a lot of woods lined up, but.
2: Did he say you could plot, uh, plant a food plot out there?
1: Or? Didn't say I couldn't.
2: Well, I don't know how he would know if you did it. You just put <laughs> radishes in or turnips. To, yeah, he
1: won't care. I can do. I can do whatever I want out there. Pretty sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get out there with like a chainsaw, and there's a, like cut some of those small, like you know, three inch diameter young yeah. Saplings. saplings. Yeah. Yeah, get those out. So shoot some. Have some shooting lanes those and some traveling just, lanes, and you know, definitely. get them out. Definitely. Yeah, you don't want them out there knocking your arrows around and making a hard entry and exits. Walking in there, it's amazing
2: if you like look at new growth of just the land. Like if you just had like a you know an empty field, barren field, and you just let it go, the new growth that comes on that field is so like intense as far <laughs> as you know th- as many trees as in one place. Like that spot on uh, my mom's um, bean field down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. New spot, the new stuff. The new stuff is so just like tightly compacted in there. Yeah. That you wouldn't think that any deer could get in there, but they do. Right. You know they do. Oh, yeah. The you know big smart ones do. Yeah. It's heaven in there to them. Yeah. Nice and cozy. <laughs> yeah. Like a warm blanket on yeah, a cold winter night. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's jam packed full of those little saplings in there, right? And you know those deer are just thick as thieves in that place. Yeah, but good luck getting in there. Good luck
1: getting them. Getting good luck, Even if you do get them to see them, you're not getting a shot in there.
2: No, not no. Yeah. There's no way in hell.
1: Nope. Flame thrower like on Fortnite. Well, flame. That's what they need. Fortnite needs a flamethrower. Yeah.
2: That. <laughs> Don't get me started on Fortnite. No, we're done with that. We we can't <laughs> go
1: on a tangent. Hey, I was just looking at the antler here. Oh, yeah. This this we found up on our trip everybody, if you mm-hmm. can uh Yep. Yeah. This was I if I had uh I sh- I knew I should have hooked it up. Uh this was on a dead deer that I found on the first day up there. Uh pretty good size. Uh we were going to just chop, well, we did chop the head off. Yeah, we did. And we were going to boil it down and make a really cool mount. But then when the uh, our neighbor was yeah. doing that, and I was looking <laughs> at how hard and all the work it was. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do that with just a deer I found. No. I if mean, it, it was, was something that I shot, and it was my trophy, I'd do that in a heartbeat. He was
2: out there all day boiling it. Every day. Like all two day. days,
1: for two days, boiling it. You got to poke it and clean it and just scrape it and stuff. Yeah,
2: he didn't want to touch it. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's like a gross stew.
2: I was like, ooh, that's gross. Get yeah, that smelly shit out of it. Yeah, here. it does stink. Yeah.
1: I w I didn't want to do that with something we found, so no.
2: who knows how long it was rotten anyway.
1: I don't think that long. I think it was pretty fresh.
2: Yeah, it was decently fresh. It was pretty it was pretty fresh. I wouldn't want to put it in a vat of boiling water.
1: No. No me neither. <laughs> <laughs> So we took an axe that we were using for all our firewood for that trip and just chopped off the antlers. I gave him one, and then I kept the other one. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. And this other one I found just in South Dakota, shed hunting. Oh, that's a shed pine? Yep. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: Heck, we could just go out to do Como and go shed hunting if we want, really wanted to. Yeah. But who wants to do that? I want to go up where the big boys
1: are. I want the whole, yeah. I want, I want some big antlers. Yeah. I just want the experience of getting out of town. You know, the other cool thing about camping in the middle of nowhere is the stars in the sky. Oh like,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It's, Phenomenal. You don't get that around a city or a town. Even you have to be in the middle of nothing. Just
2: no, I feel sorry for big city people as far as
1: ones that never go out and experience that kind of stuff. It's yeah, sad. You
2: could never get out and look at nature. Like we do,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. That's that's one of the big draws too for hunting. Is just being out where hardly anybody else does, and, and and people miss out on that experience. Oh yeah. Like just just not the hunting. Don't even go out there and hunt. Just go out there and enjoy. just go out and
2: walk. Just go out and walk in nature. Yeah, it's phenomenal.
1: It is. Yeah, and spend the night. Like do a real camping. Don't do this car camping where you go to some local. Lake that's twenty minutes right. out of the city, where everybody goes and parks next to their tent. Right. I mean, we kind of did that, but we're in the middle of nowhere. Like right. It's not the same. No, completely different. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's not many. The usually, not, not that many people like up there. Forty-five minutes away. Right. Like Walmart's forty-five minutes away, and that's the only thing in that town. Yeah. With a gas station and like a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's not usual <clears throat> camping. Um, we're talking usual camping, as in, go down to. You know Your local Campground And Spend the night Right That's not That's not The camping we're talking about No that's
1: Just sleeping outside Yeah You're not gonna see Cool stars No and You're not gonna get a chance To really
2: You gotta get out In the middle of nowhere Yeah To where there's no city lights No city no lights No light pollution at all Right yeah. And they're just so bright Yeah It's, it's incredible. just phenomenal
1: Yeah Ugh We gotta get out there For the shed hunt And yeah. just Get out. There just, for, yeah. Definitely. Hopefully, uh, we hear back. Have you heard back if you got off for that day? No. Let's hound them. Let's hound them tomorrow or Tuesday and say, hey, did we get it? And then.
2: What is it, next weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely. We
1: have it. to be leaving Sunday morning-ish. And then we'll come back Tuesday. Yeah. And we'll, and, uh, so, uh, we were planning on trying to go up to the same place we went hunting and uh, look for antlers, antler sheds sheds are you know deer drop their antlers every single year and uh regrow them the following you know fall late summer or whatever so we want to go up there and look for antlers that fell and also just go on the property you know on the land that we hunt just to kind of familiar familiarize ourselves with it and to kind of check just kind of scout what else like we didn't. I mean, it's thirty
2: five hundred acres. Oh, we didn't even get anywhere near close to that.
1: We didn't touch it. No. I mean, yeah, I went two miles back, but it was on a, dir- a direct spot. line. It was yeah. a direct one path that I took right. every time. I and mean, there's just thousand literally thousands of acres that we haven't looked at. It'd be cool to check it out because there's got to be so many good spots to go hunting back there.
2: There's a lot of there's a lot of land that backs up to. Uh, like guides uh, property. Oh,
1: yeah. That uh, Outfitters property. Yeah. Outfitter's uh, yeah. properties. Yep. A
2: lot of land up there that backs up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Would, I would say there's probably a third of it that, br- that backs up to Outfitters lands. Yeah. Wow. And that they probably, you know, just feed the crap out of those deer. Yep. On their land.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know
2: if it's high fence or not, but. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either, but.
1: You don't find many of those around here. Not a lot. I mean, they're around, but I think they're more rare than they are. Uh oh.
2: Not a lot of high fence.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, we were thinking about doing that. And if we do, uh, we'd probably do a podcast from there while we do it inside the tent. Absolutely. So,
2: from the old. uh, From the yurt. From the Atkins tent. From
1: Atkins (laughs) yurt tent. We haven't asked permission yet, but we think he'll give it to us, hopefully. If not, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out this week. Atkins. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> look at Atkins. We're right? we're asking you. Yeah. So. Uh Bernard I wanted to do a, I, I nicknamed him Bernard Shooter. Uh Ryan Bernard uh, Ryan Shooter Bernard because I can't call him killer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you cannot.
1: He shot but he did not kill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so shooter's it.
1: Shooter's it. Uh you want to promote any Instagram or Facebook or no, okay, no.
2: no? No. I don't have anything.
1: Dude, thank you so much for being on episode two. Man, I appreciate of it. Of Neander Talk Podcast. We
2: can come on and talk hunting anytime you want.
1: Absolutely. Good. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this was cool for your first podcast experience. It Fantastic. Was, it was a lot of fun for me. It was fun. Good. And uh, it, it was a blast for me, too. So I
2: hope Neander Talk does well for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. I, I, I
1: do, too. Yeah, I do, too. If not, it's fun to do.
2: Yeah. Well, it is fun. It is fun, right? Yeah. Cool. Get so. out here and talk about memories. Who? Who wouldn't want to do that, right?
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening or viewing or however you receive this, and uh, I'll see you guys on episode three with uh, who knows what we'll be uh, talking about. But have a good day, everybody.
0: Neander